Let's go to Indiana. Barry, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin Rutherford. How are you doing, sir? Doing great. What can I help you with? Hey, I've got a uh, an opportunity that presented itself to me. I've been talking with FedEx lately, and I know that uh, you had uh, uh, some contracts with them before, and I know you got rid of those. What, a year or two ago? Uh, 2012, summer of 2012. Yeah, it's been uh, over two years now. It's hard to believe it went fast. Yeah. Man, time flies. Well, I've been listening to you for about the past six or seven, so, you know, time flies. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to get your opinion on the new contract. Uh, I know I think there's a difference between the old contract that you might have been on and, like, what the new pay rate is on the new contract and... Uh, what's your feeling? Or what's your view on that? Uh, what, can you give me some details? Well, contract. Yeah, let yeah. Me be yeah, I yeah. don't know what the uh, what, what the new contract they, is. They've opened up. Let me, let me let me back up a little bit. Let me tell you, they've opened up a new facility, and uh, they want to bring on a bunch of trucks. And I initiated a contact with them about six months ago. They contacted me three weeks ago, and we got to talking. And they want me to bring on three tractors. And they're actually wanting to bring on about 60 tractors total. But to sign on with them as a new contractor, you have to bring on a minimum of three. And I met with them yesterday and sat down with a couple of the um, the managers there. And there's no line haul lines available at this point. But they want to bring these trucks on as they're growing and building. And so they're talking about a lot of P&D work mixed in with some line haul. So here's the thing. This is a tough one. Um, and, and this is exactly how I got started with them 20 plus years ago, uh, back in 1980, so. yeah. 1988. Um, wow. Yeah, it's been a long time. Uh, same thing. But but it, yeah. was a, it was a small terminal. So I was the only contractor in the terminal, meaning I had to cover all the P&D work. That was part of the contract. And then I got line haul runs at night. Um, and I can tell you that unless you're really good, uh, the P&D work kind of sucks. Uh, the pay rate on the P&D work is not that great. Um, but if you can get enough line haul, uh, then it makes it worth it. So I, I've got plenty more to say about this, but I don't want to rush it. So I'm going to get to a break and I'm going to come back and we can talk a little bit more about this. Um, yeah, so stick around. Um, I'll tell you when we get back. You're on the road, dog. Serious. XM 146. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The website is letstruck.com. We're going to, uh, oh, no, I'm going to talk about FedEx. I'm going to go back to Indiana. Barry, you still with me? There we go. All right. So um, here's the thing. In the beginning, putting on three trucks with no dedicated runs and doing P&D work, you're not going to get rich. Um, but there is a huge opportunity here for the future. Uh, the, the, the guys, the contractors who got in when I got in back in the 80s, even well into the 90s, um, have built, literally some of them have built million-dollar businesses today. Um, I, I follow contracts over there. I watch what gets you know bought and sold. I've seen FedEx contracts sell for $1.5 million. 
Um, the guy had five trucks, all team runs, um, very high in the point system, meaning he was always going to have those kind of runs unless you totally screwed up. And I saw that contract sell for $1.5 million. Um, I was considering buying it. Uh, just be, right. and, and that's when, you know, I couldn't decide, do I want to continue on building my fleet? Do I want to move into the radio? And, and that, and then I finally decided to sell and I, I did pretty well. I mean, I made a lot of money at FedEx for a lot of years and then, uh, sold my contract when I left. So there is a huge opportunity there. Uh, in the beginning, it can be tough. I mean, there were years that I struggled because every time I put on a new truck, I had a truck once, um, I bought it brand new in 1995, and I did not get a dedicated run for that truck until the year 2000. It took me five years to get a dedicated oh run. Now, I made money. It wasn't just sitting there, but there were some very, very lean times. I mean, I can remember some years where uh, my extra trucks didn't run a single mile in January and didn't run a single mile in July. Those were where I was. Those were slow months for us. So, you know, it, it was a struggle, but it was a, it's a huge opportunity. Uh, and there is certainly a lot of money to be made. And the other thing about building a fleet at FedEx is your driver problems. I won't say they go away. If you want to bid team runs, you're going to have some driver issues just because teams are challenging. Uh, if you have local line haul runs out and back with a single driver, which is what I focused on towards the end, um, zero driver turnover. I mean, I had drivers never quit. Uh, I had a waiting list, and I had my drivers, when they retired, uh, would stick with me and work part-time. So I, I had the best situation as far as drivers you could imagine. Uh, so there's a lot of opportunities there if you can get through, you know, the first couple of years when things are lean. Well, that's, that's kind of what I thought. I really did. And it's kind of funny because I've actually got a friend that has two 2002 Volvos with Series 60 Detroits in them. He wants to sell them. Um, it just seems like, you know, those would be good trucks to bring on. I can buy those trucks for about $8,000 a piece, and those would be good to start with. My my concern is, of course, the driver issue, keeping a driver, especially in these lean years, um, you know, getting through the growing pains. But uh, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm used to hauling uh, pretty expensive freight, you know, 4 or $5 a mile freight. And when they told me their mileage rate, you know, plus fuel surcharge, I'm like, it's going to take me four trucks to do what I'm doing with one truck right now. And it's kind of scary. It's just, uh, you know, just starting out, it's just, it's a different model. And so it's a little, uh, it's challenging to get through all the numbers, trying to crunch the numbers. Yeah, you know, it, it, and it is, it's a very, very different model. I mean, my trucks were, at the end, my trucks were averaging about a dollar. 58 a mile all miles which doesn't get anybody all that excited but there was so much control over cost because you know like i said it, it, i had no driver turnover uh, i was it, it's such a, a dedicated lane i was able to keep my cost very low and i've 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 posted my profit and loss statements before i've talked about them on the air it, and i don't do it to brag i do it to help people who are looking for what's available or what's possible 
And at the end, I had... Well, that's what I'm calling. Yeah, at the end, I had th- well, I had four trucks, but we ran three. I kept one as a spare. Um, we ran three trucks every day on dedicated runs. Now, I had been there a long time, so my daily runs were pretty hard to beat. I was getting 570-some miles a day every day on all three trucks, and the drivers were home every night, didn't work weekends, didn't work holidays. Um, so I was able to take home, and, and this is without ever getting in the truck. I only spent, honestly, I spent about an hour a week on that business at the end doing payroll, and I didn't do it. Lisa did payroll. Um, a couple phone right. calls here and there to make sure trucks were taken care of, and that was it. I mean, the trucks were in Florida. I was all over the country, and yet I was able to take home anywhere from on, on my worst year, 75000 and that was usually a year I had to replace a truck and had a big upfront cost, um, anywhere from seventy-five to 110 net to, to my bank account for an hour or two a week of work. That's pretty darn hard to beat. No, I've heard you talk about. I've heard you talk and, and say those numbers in the past, and that's that's why I'm sitting down with them yesterday, and I'm looking at them, and I'm name dropping. I dropped your name in there, and I said I'm going to have to be Kevin Rutherford to make this work because I'm going to have to squeeze every mile I can out of every drop of fuel possible, you know, to make this feasible for me, right? To uh, right. to do this, um, and that is the business I, model. I, I think the... it's a great opportunity. I'm going to. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, that is the business model over there. The revenue is somewhat fixed. I mean, you're never going to make more than, you know, buck 50, buck 60 a mile, depending on what fuel surcharge is doing. But it's easy to control expenses and it's easy to keep drivers most of the time. So it's a different model, but there's a lot of opportunity if you know how to run that model. Here's the other thing that, that is that will tell you the story. Uh, the last time I checked, and I haven't looked in a couple of years, but I bet it hasn't changed much. The last time I checked, their turnover rate for contractors, line haul contractors, was 7%, and 5% of that was initiated by FedEx, meaning 5% of their 7% turnover was they got rid of people. So you really had a 2 or 3% turnover rate for line haul contractors in an industry where the average is 100. That tells you something. That's unheard of. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I appreciate your time. One more thing. I, I met you. I've met you over the years here and there a time or two. Talked to you and Bruce at, usually at the Mid-America Truck Show. But last, uh, last March at the Mid-America, this is Barry. My daughter was out in the... Uh, Papa John's parking lot with the hot chocolate stand. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah I don't know if you remember us or not. I do. But I, I got to tell you, when we got back home, uh, our credit union had a little Bright Start contest and wanted us to send out a flyer to everybody that had a bank account with a, a, a juvenile on it, wanted them to submit a picture or a video, and her hot chocolate stand actually won the Bright Start contest in the Indianapolis area at the credit union, and she won 100 bucks, and that went on top of her net that she did from the hot chocolate stand at the truck show, and oh my gosh, she was just so happy. Wow, I love that. Entrepreneurs in training. Yes, sir. Fantastic. <laughs> That's what we're doing. Kevin, I, I, I appreciate it. We're, I'm going to pursue this, I think. It's going to be you know challenging, kind of tough, but... Uh, I got high hopes that there's going to be a good return in the in the future. Anytime you've got a question, by all means, give me a call. 
Will do, buddy. Thank you. All right. Congratulations. I, I think, like I say, it can be a little challenging in the beginning, um, but but there is certainly a tremendous amount of opportunity there uh, to make money. So I am uh, I'm looking at the clock, and we're coming up on the end of the show. I tell you, the time just flies by. Uh, these one-hour shows just aren't enough. I feel like I'm just getting started, and we got to wrap this up. But uh, I'll take us into the end of the show, and uh, we'll see you back here next time. I do want to remind you again of our new recording schedule. Uh, it's a great opportunity for you to be able to listen to the show during the day uh, instead of waiting until so late at night, and you can join us and be a part of the show as well. The recording schedule from here on out, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday afternoon, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. It's really simple to join us. I'm going to give you a phone number. I want you to write it down. And then I want you to do two things. Put the schedule and the phone number in your phone with a reminder every day so you don't forget that we're on the air uh, or that we're recording. We're not really on the air. The phone number is 347 347- 884-8327. And there's the music. That means I'm all out of time. I've got to get out of here and make room for Jonesy and the all-night truck stop. So stick around for that, and I will see you back here next time. You're on the Road Dog Sirius XM 146. Be safe. Be profitable. Do the hard work and master the journey. Good night, everyone. I'm Kevin Rutherford.